Hey there, prepper people. Perrin Lovett here, welcoming you back to another exciting no-budget edition of the Prepper Post News, audio-only podcast, courtesy of me, your friends at Freedom Prepper, and of course, Freedom Roasters Coffee, which you can find at freedomroasterscoffee.com. So go find some Freedom Roasters Coffee at freedomroasterscoffee.com. Thank you. And welcome to what is today? It's a Tuesday. It's June 21st, 2022. Happy first day of summer, or so it will be sometime, I think, this afternoon. Another season has passed us by. A lot of things keep moving along. Let me mark the time so I don't run over. Not that we have a limit. I I mean today to... uh, catch up a few things that I just plain forgot yesterday. A couple of new things, like this. Everything has its time and its season, then it goes. An article in The Atlantic by Charlie Warzel. Not a bad article in The Atlantic. Yes, a a publication that has previously laughingly flirted with the idea of cannibalism. Brings you the story of the potential demise of the Google search engine. I'm not going to, I don't think we're going to have show notes today. You can find this, Charlie Warzel, W-R-A, no, excuse me, W-A-R-Z-E-L, Warzel, The Atlantic. Story called The Open Secret of Google Search. And this is just about, uh, you may have noticed if you've been on Google lately, it's getting harder and harder and harder and harder to use to the point that it's almost impossible. He talks about the rise of their other great services, <clears throat> like G-Docs, uh, Gmail, all this other G stuff. And uh, the search engine, which was revolutionary 25 years ago, just, it, forget the, the, the woke curating of, of thought. You've got all these ads all the bots, the stuff that it isn't even real, and yet it pops up as the first, you know, the first page search results. The solution that a lot of people are going to, that he notes, this is a, this is a self-feeding loop of despair. He talks about how, you know, everybody uses Google, everybody Googles, it's like our brain. Yeah, that's a problem. It literally has become the brain for so many brainless people. The end-around solution is to start using specialized searches to go straight to the results of places like Reddit, where you'll you'll have the uh, credentialed and authoritative whatever from a bunch of midwits, which I, you know, it's, it's like this tool that was supposed to bring us easy access to all knowledge has been dumbed down into just a big TV commercial with some commentary by people, you know, barely at the high school IQ level. Anyway, the solution for now, and and, and eventually, now I'm not a fan of anything modern or postmodern. However, I think that eventually all things tech will someday be ironed out and they will work for us. And that, you know, it's kind of like the Industrial Revolution. We started getting all this mechanical progress, and the countryside became polluted with ugly buildings, 
smoky skies and oily, greasy, polluted water. We've started cleaning that up. It's starting being, re you know, refined. The same thing should happen with uh, Google search and the rest of the, uh, the age of information. We probably won't live to see it. But anyway, you've got, for now, let's see, the alternatives you have. On my home screen, I've got old Google Chrome sitting there next to Microsoft Edge, which replaced uh, Microsoft Explorer. I personally would have stuck with Netscape Navigator, but I've got Edge and Google down here where they belong, and then I've also got more usable uh, sites like uh, Firefox, Brave, Startpage, and Yandex. The Russian alternative that works. Anyway, it is what it. All this requires electricity, so us in America, you know, watch out. This isn't worth linking. I don't even know why I have this. Why did I even bother to mark this? More and more and more and more information, more original source information from Pfizer makes it patently obvious that they knew they were selling a lethal poison. They, <laughs> may this be used as evidence at their Crimes Against Humanity trials. Up oh, here we have pop-up blocker has blocked 10,000 ads today. This, oh, this is a notice from France 24. So anyway, uh, last month, the month before the French presidential elections, the French pretty much d decided, uh, voted collectively to continue down the uh, auto-suicidal path with their boy Macron, the, uh, the, little the little boy lawn jockey of the House of Rothschild. But, but, maybe they're pulling back. They've, uh, they've handed him a, a bit of a defeat in the parliamentary elections the other day. Um... I think they've stripped his coalition of ruling power, and uh, National Front picked up, I think, 90 seats. So maybe you guys will make it. Why did I? I think that one should not have been marked either. Also, I said don't mark it, damn you. Uh, Israel. About a year ago, I had high hopes for Naftali Bennett. <laughs> I still do, but apparently they're going to be setting up yet another election in Israel. And uh, the choices seem to be keeping Bennett, giving him another shot, giving, uh, who is his, what's his name, Lepid, a shot, or going back to the tried and true corruption and criminality of Netanyahu. Um, you guys, you Jews, <laughs> are kind of facing an existential crisis. And it's, you know, what you do now, kind of, you're, with this coming election, like the last election, you'll, you'll be deciding... Do we really want to exist? And, uh, I don't know. NATO doesn't want to exist. There's all kinds of stories that aren't really worth talking about. About how they are just pushing for World War III. Pushing to provoke anywhere they can. Um, yesterday, I, so I talked about what Gonzalo was talking about with uh, Lithuania. And the blockade of Kaliningrad. Uh, the... Uh, <laughs> Now they're saying, hey, we're just blocking a couple of things that are on the list of uh, sanctioned items. The rest of the stuff can go through. Don't attack us. We shall see what happens there. That's not even worth talking about. Um, elsewhere, we've got a story I really haven't followed up on. Oop, I don't want to keep that, obviously. Oh, why did I do that? Stupid computer. Well, now i got to 
huh, how do I route this back into the, there we go. But now it's out of order. God blast it, stupid computer. Hate these machines, hate them. And no love for the technology. There, now look at that. Okay. Okay, not, pardon, pardon the interruption there. Uh, I still have not confirmed these reports. Apparently, the Russian, uh, the, excuse me, the Ukrainian general staff, to include many generals in the general staff, important people, possibly to include some Western advisors, were killed in mass, along with uh, a bunch of uh, foreign equipment. Uh, that. That, all that's going to do is provoke, uh, provoke more desperation on the part of the evildoers that run the... What is that? But, uh, moving on. Same thing every day. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. So with Putin's speech, I put it... Uh, I didn't put it up, but I mentioned the translation. told you where you could find uh, the speech. That you can. It's available if you want to watch it. A translated English edition. 72-minute speech. One of the best in modern recent memory. One thing I forgot that is that he goes into great detail talking about the future of the Russian Federation. And he might as well be, he could be talking about the, the future of uh, the Chinese ethnostate as well. Um, he, he says that, uh, he goes, he elaborates, and, and these are not hollow talking points. He's briefly sketching out many policies that already are in effect or are taking effect right now. Good policies. Um, what, he, what he's saying is they, uh, the most important resource of Russia, the future of Russia, are young Russians who produce yet more young Russians. He, he said flat, flat out that our future depends on our young people having two, three, and more children each. And they are, they they are, he, he says, young people, don't worry. We are re-gearing society to support you as you continue to make us possible. It's, it's kind of, uh, you know, in the West we're told that there's, uh, we tell the children that somehow survive the abortion genocide. You need to be gay or you need to become a, a wage slave, a debt slave. Whatever you do, don't have any children. Ignore the, uh, the, the demographic uh, cliff we've gone over, we'll import a bunch of utterly incompatible, useless, and dangerous people that have no interest in us whatsoever to take your place. Uh, in Russia and China, they're, they're just, they have this crazy idea that they can somehow manufacture new people. And they do that by, re, you know, he talks about the schools, uh, economic programs are going into effect. Whatever it is, they're going to make it work so that they have, they have a future for them. Amazing. Amazing. He gave a speech, a similar speech, to, uh, to, I guess, a group of students, college students or high school students in Russia recently. He said, look, your more, most important job, most important thing you can do is get married and have big families, as big as you can. And don't worry about the, don't, you know, here in America, we say, you know, don't, don't have kids. You know, they're messy. They smell bad. You can't afford them anyway. It costs $10 trillion to raise one child and, you know. You're a, you're a debt slave anyway, so there's if you have any money left over, get drunk, get high, and watch you know watch the watch Disney. Over there, he, there, he says, you know, don't worry about it. We'll make it work. You'll make it work. It will work. 
And oddly enough, you know, all of reality and all of history kind of backs him up that, you know, somehow, you know, nobody can ever really, afford, very few people can afford to have children, and yet they do. If you look at the U.S. Uh, replacement population coming in, these are folks that by the numbers have no business reproducing. They can't afford their kids, and yet they just keep having them. So they can do it. Russians can do it. The Chinese can do it, too. I was in, in person. Somebody, actually a Russian told me in person, a young Russian told me that, well, you know, China still has that one-child policy. You know, they don't even like children. That's why that's, the black pillars will add on and say, yeah, they're going into a demographic a time bomb. You know, there won't be any Chinese left. No, no, they, they have not had the one-child policy in 10 or 20 years. Now the unofficial policy is have at least three kids. Amazing stuff. It reminded me of a couple of things from the past. There's, there's a Pat Buchanan column that I, I'll never forget. I was able to pull it up without much effort. It's from uh, March 24th, 2004. You can find this at a variety of places such as Buchanan.org. It's called America in 2050, Another Country. And he just points out the collapse and how it has been allowed ever since 1965. How nobody really saw it coming. The very few people that did were called crazy, racist, uh, conspiracy theorists. And now here it is. This was written 18 years ago, over 18 years ago. And the future, the near future he describes, seems a lot closer than 2050. In fact, it's more like 2030 now. And uh, <laughs> if by 2050 the America we grew up in has become a Tower of Babel of squabbling minorities that is falling apart, it will be because of treason of the elites and our will to overthrow them, our lack of will to overthrow them. I say accelerate that to 2030, and you're there, Pat. Why, you can read that. And there was also one of the people that years ago rang the alarm bell and was dismissed was, uh, what's his name, Wilmot Robertson. Wrote the book, The Dispossessed Majority. It took him like 10 or 15 years to write this book. He started, it was either in the late 50s or in the early 60s, even back then, before the satanic heart seller act of 1965 he saw the demographic demise on the horizon and he began to comment about it he wrote this book about it and 50 years after it was published <laughs> a large uh, a large portion of the dispossessed majority either still don't see it or would refuse to acknowledge that they see it that would be a book worth checking out if it's still available in print and that's enough. It's getting warm in the studio. I'm out of things. I really, really just wanted to catch up on the uh, young people having more people. So there's always something we can do. All right, that's enough. Parent love it for the Proper Post News. Keep up, keep up the good work, guys. Deo Vendici.